What's up, Casca Grossa? Welcome back to another episode of the Casca Grossa BJJ Podcast. Tiago Cavell here again. I hope you're doing well. Last week, great news for the sport. The IBJJF International Jiu-Jitsu Federation confirmed that heel hooks and reaping will be allowed for brown and black belts from 2021 next year. So this great new guys was announced during the Pan IBJJF Jiu-Jitsu competition in 2020. It's one of the changes that people in the grappling community have been requesting for ages. It's definitely a welcome change and in my humble opinion, it will change a lot of things in Jiu-Jitsu. But what will it mean? What should we expect? To be honest, I thought it was a joke that IBJJF will allow heel hooks. But this is real. It's not allowed for everyone. Only in no-gi championships for brown and black belt divisions. There were a lot of positive reaction from the IBJJ world. And I start thinking, man, now, those people that would love to keep training the old school way of jiu-jitsu, it will change completely their games. That's just a fact. And this change is definitely a step forward for global jiu-jitsu and the evolution of the sport. Constantly evolving every single day. And this change is going to be huge. A lot of no-gi guys, they now have a reason to do IBJJF because their primary weapon is valid. You can use it. And a lot of guys from different federation, they will come to IBJJF and the Brazilians, they're going to start adopting more now leg locks and heel hooks because you have to. So that's pretty cool. So there's a few guys at the gym that I train. They love training no-gi and heel hooks, you know, all the uh, leg lock positions. I enjoy doing it as well. But I'm not heavily focused yet on the lower body. But I have been training some escapes. I love the escapes. In my opinion, I think for you to understand the concept of any position or technique, you have to be able to escape from it. That could be a completely different dynamics when you're escaping. And heel hooks, like I said, they're very powerful and dangerous. So when you decide to train heel hooks, make sure you'll be careful. Don't go 100%. Talk to your training partner, talk to your coach to supervise you and make sure you don't get a serious injury. You don't want to break your knee because that's what heel hooks are designed to. They are designed to destroy your ACL, to rotate your knee and you could be out of training for a long time. According to some studies, in particular of ACL reconstruction, it's very long in duration, often lasting 6 to 12 months before you're clear to go back to train. So guys, in the context of training, because we all know competition is one thing, but if your training partner isn't tapping, please let it go. Rather, you're ripping the shit out of the knee. Please avoid injury. Look after each other and train safely, but always look for supervision. Don't get me wrong, I do enjoy training with the guys at the gym. Everyone gets excited when we get each other on a particular position of heel hook entry, but until then, heel hooks, they were not part of jiu-jitsu. So guys, going back to ADCC 2019, Lachlan Giles managed to heel hook three giants of the sport in the absolute division. Lachlan Giles was able to accomplish this task using the same submission on all three competitors, on Muhammad Ali, Patrick Gaudio, and Kainando Arch. All these guys, they're world champions. And Lachlan Giles, he's a small guy compared to these monsters. It was amazing to watch. He got all the three competitors on the same submission, the inside heel hook. I think if you put on a YouTube, heel hook victims. Very nice. It's just a highlight, but it shows you how effective was the technique. And leg locks are really an equalizer. Incredible technique applied. He played his game that paid off a big time. It was really an amazing achievement. 
So in my view, I think leg locks now in jiu-jitsu, they are like a new superpower. And if you don't train and use this new power, your opponents will learn this new power and they're going to use against you. So if you don't train, you're already behind. So it's very important, guys, to start thinking in developing this new game, this new strategy. In the past, Elio Grace and the Gracie family, in a general way, they established some sort of rule within the jiu-jitsu world. The limited leg locks, as well as other, other techniques, such as cuff and bicep slicer, even rear naked choke. So they were only allowed for those in a more advanced level of jiu-jitsu. And people that would be in a level that they would know the limits of the body, you know, the flexibility, all that, so they wouldn't hurt your training partner and your opponents. We kind of inherited this mentality, but now it's it's completely different. Like I said, if you don't train the superpower, your opponent's going to use that on you. So you cannot ignore 50% of your body. That's why it's so important we pay attention more on leg locks. And it is a great change for the sport, for the evolution of jiu-jitsu. Just want to share my thoughts on this, on heel hooks, leg locks, how jiu-jitsu is evolving quickly. Every day there are hundreds of techniques to learn, rules are changing, and we have to keep up. And can you imagine jiu-jitsu in five years? Basically everyone is training everything. It's going to be a very sophisticated level of jiu-jitsu. The level of jiu-jitsu nowadays is so high due to the fact that everyone can train with a black belt. White, blue, purple. You have direct access to a black belt. You can train with them. And the students, they are developing faster than before. Because back in the day, you wouldn't have access to train directly with a black belt. If you saw a purple belt or a brown belt at the gym training, you would see a lot of respect for them. And if you were lower belt, you wouldn't call out a higher belt to roll. It's all part of the old school mentality now. It's all different. Anyone can train with everyone. But that's what I think jiu-jitsu is developing so quick. Also, the internet, the instructionals, they're also a big factor for this development. And that's it, folks. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would appreciate if you can follow us in any podcast platform to help us outrank in this podcast. If you can, please share this episode with your friends, with your family, whoever you think might be interested in jiu-jitsu. That would be much appreciated. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Casca Grossa BJJ Podcast. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace.